on the count of podcast. Mm, podcast. Welcome to the I Hate Critics 1993 podcast. I'm professional film critic Sean Patrick. With me is Amy. Hi. And MJ. Hello. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. Uh, not the real one. Not the one on Amy's tree. <laughs> no, the, the actual factual one. And we are presented by... <gasps> this podcast is brought to you by the Pontiac Fiero. Fiero. Could it be any more of a car? <laughs> <laughs> and brought to you by the memory of Matthew Perry. Which we have a picture of, of on our Facebook as well. Sitting next to little Robbie and Jurgen, we have a picture of Matthew Perry. And actually, if it were up to me, I'd just bring him out every time we do this. Because he's a good spirit. And mm. I'm sad he's gone. It's very sad. And yeah. uh, uh, the, the podcast was like delayed by a couple hours because everyone was up late crying. Yep. Pretty fucking much. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. It's no joke. Like, it's like, this is like, it's weird to say like friend because like you're talking about the TV show, but it also feels like an actual friend has died. Exactly. Do you see this? Oh, what does it say? The one where we lost a friend. Oh. You go shut the bathroom door. I'm afraid you can hear the people I have locked in the back. (laughs) 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 I'm hosting the show. (laughs) So I, I can't, I can't do it. <laughs> just don't want them to get out. Uh, Thank you. All right. So um, two movies this week, neither of which Matthew Perry's in, but no. uh, his memory is alive in them somehow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we're going to start with uh, The Nightmare Before Christmas, which is an all-time Halloween and Christmas classic. And... Uh, uh, MJ, you've watched this a lot, is that right? Uh, I so I have a child that I watch um, that is very obsessed with it right now. So she's she likes to watch it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Does that make you hate it? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> but it is funny because we were talking about that when Fuzzy got here um, early. By the way, good Fuzzy, <laughs> proud to have you. Um, but I, when I watched it, and I want to, I want to, I want to stress this before we even launch into this. This movie has an excellent score. It has just a beautiful look to it. And this is the second time now that I've seen it where I fell asleep during it. Oh well, that's then you re- really love it apparently. <laughs> no, that's I think that's the thing. It's like <laughs> because I remember when it came out in the movie theaters, it wasn't a draw to me. I didn't see it for the first time. I think until I was like. 26, 27. And even that was like because it was like, it was like in my 30s because it was like your birthday party that we had it on at. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, something like that. But yeah, and I, when it started, it's like, oh, I remember the music. And I love Chris Sarandon anyway. So I love that voice um, as well as uh, uh, Catherine O'Hara. But for some reason, this movie just never appealed to me. And I know it's got such a huge following and I feel like such an asshole. <laughs> well, you're not a goth teen. So I don't a... think that, I think that might explain a little bit why you don't. I don't have know. my Sally purse <laughs> made out of patchwork. Although I did do my you, nails like Sally though. You, you don't have your own, you know, your Sally tumbler where you do all <laughs> Sally art. Not, not mocking tumbler people. No, because uh, we all are tumbler people. So. <laughs> But yeah, um, yeah. I have actually had to do Sally art, by the way, because um, the child wanted to paint 
all of the characters on a box. So I had to actually trace her a drawing of her. Oh my god. Wow. Well, that's all about uh, that movie. So. <laughs> No, seriously. The idea here is yeah. that uh, Jack uh, Skellington, he's uh, he's kind of falling out of love with Halloween, kind of the repetition of just doing Halloween every year and right. being the scariest pumpkin king in the world. Yeah, he's bored. He's he stumbles bored. upon Christmas Town and decides that he wants to have Christmas too, and that uh, <laughs> that will somehow fulfill him if he takes over Christmas and takes it away from Santa Claus. It, that's the whole thing, too, because, I mean, basically, is it just me? Or are we supposed to get the idea that Halloween Town is evil, right? And I Christmas guess. Town's happy, I it's mean, good? They're, they, I don't think they would see themselves as evil. No, I think, they would just see it as normal. Right. They, okay. they, it's normal to them to try. They think, you know, in their world, scaring people and scaring humans especially is a, is a, a gift that they give to people. Uh, and it's, the, it's their purpose is to frighten people. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, I think. But, but the I, purpose. You know, how, uh, how does anyone end up being in Halloween Town? I don't know. I were they formerly people? Town. Yeah. <laughs> are they, all, are they dead? Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. I don't know. Well, I guess they're all they're all based off of like uh, legendary monsters. You know, like Sally's a, a Frankenstein monster, and um, the I don't know what Jack Jack's a pumpkin king but i don't think that has any kind of like because he's not the mayor of any yeah. you know what i mean <laughs> they have a he's mayor. just a pumpkin king so i mean <laughs> i don't know <laughs> but you have so many voices in this the I mean, mayor played like, by glenn shaddix yeah, oh, popping up again there he goes he's, he's popping up everywhere <laughs> these days uh rest in peace glenn sorry yeah. um paul rubens mr pv herman yeah. in there as well um yeah, it, what a cast, and and all done beautifully. Um, and I say this again, Danny Elfman, my God, it's just it's so Tim Burton-y. Like it's just such a well. A that's the thing. Like even thing. I was reading Roger Ebert's review, three and a half stars. Mm-hmm. He was a big fan, and he and just about everybody else refers to it as a Tim Burton movie. Yeah, and it's, it's not, not a Tim yeah. Burton movie. It's a it's a Henry Selleck movie. But it's got such a Tim Burton. But does he he presented it right? Yeah, Tim okay. Burton presents the Nightmare Before Christmas. I guess is the title. And Henry Selick's like, "Fuck you guys." <laughs> <laughs> but Henry Selick is more respected today, I think, because Tim Burton's made a series of really awful films oh, for the past I need to add him to the twenty list? years. No. no, I mean, it's, he just makes bad movies now. He's not done anything like he's not said anything that uh, is terribly offensive, unless you unless you sat through both of those. Uh, Alice in Wonderland movies, then maybe then that Ooh. that might be countless worthy. But... <laughs> they're kind of cool looking. They're terrible. No, they're, they're just, not. They're, you don't think uh, so? Oh, they're nightmare fuel. They're they're disgusting, uh, and but they're mostly just really awful and Aww. awkward and just unpleasant to watch. I love Helen and Bonham Carter. Uh, the, the, yeah, the the Alice in Wonderland movies have been on my list of the worst movies of the year both times they came no out. Shit. Yeah, and yeah. uh, they're both just a miserable. <laughs> Miserable movies. Yeah, I kind of want to go back and watch them now that you Why that. would you want to have that experience? <laughs> I'm literally sitting here telling you that they're miserable. It's like it's like, it's like, it's like it. 
it's like it's like I'm telling you don't date that guy and you go I can save him I can save him <laughs> no wow. you can't I should he's, I do need that not, on t-shirt he's not going to change <laughs> he never will <laughs> but still okay yeah so ultimately you know what I, I I was curious I don't know if this is something that you know about the movie mm. and I haven't really looked it up as I just now pulled up information. How long did it take to make this film? Because stop oh, motion takes it, forever. I have. To, I don't know when they started production. Um, it, it must have taken forever, though. Yeah, I mean, because <laughs> I mean, it's it, 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 as, as stop motion goes. This is it's pretty. Yeah, Jack flowy. literally like Jack walking up the mountain to stand in front of the moon yeah. alone to pose for the poster. Like every time he takes a movement, you have to stop, take the picture, stop, move him yeah. a little bit, just a little bit, take the picture again, move him. Just that much, and then take the picture again. Jesus Christ! It, that's insane. It is. It, I mean, I swear it had <laughs> to think, take him a couple years. I think there's years. people who admire this movie just because of all the work that went into Absolutely. it. Yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Budget twenty four million. They made a hundred million dollars. Oh, it's the. <laughs> uh, apparently, production started in nineteen ninety one for a nineteen ninety release. So two years uh, oh, okay. uh, that they took to. And really, they must not have taken that long. That's why the movie's only an hour and 16 minutes, because if you tried to make this any longer than that, That's you'd true. still be making it. Oh, my God. We just finished it, you guys. <laughs> we started in 1990. We lost a lot of people along the way, I tell you. <laughs> Good God. Just all because they all have carpal tunnel now, oh, because God. of moving all of the little bits and pieces. The patience it must take to do this. Look at, like, yeah. you know, when, when he's up there, he's on that little mountain, and then, like, the, the pumpkins come alive, and, like, all this shit's going on around yeah. him. The, the mountain is unfolding uh, itself. Right. That, again, that's gorgeous. I I loved um, again. I'm, I I do love Sally. I, I love her a lot. That because she she can sense, she can feel things from just by touching things. I think was kind of a power that she had. Sort of, yeah. So she she picked up a plant or like a, a yeah whatever it was outside of she, yeah. For Jack's some reason, house. she had a premonition that is. <laughs> Christmas thing was going to go wrong. And it did. <laughs> and no one ever listens to the girl. I swear to God. <laughs> Never mind our fucking intuition, but that's fine. Jack. <laughs> I, heard was, I went into this. Like, I've not seen this since 1993. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I saw it last night in the movie theater. Oh, how was it? Um, You know, it was, it was fine. I just, I mean, to see it up on the big screen, I would imagine that'd be really cool. I Just because I didn't see it back then, so. <laughs> Because on my screen, it was just like, I'm going to take a nap, you know? I, I don't love this, like, the lo- the way a lot of people do. Yeah, okay, um, good. Now I feel better. <laughs> but part of that, that part of that is because I, I love Corpse Bride so much. Okay, oh, see? I brought that up earlier. Yeah, and, I was like, and I sat, really like, I, enjoy The Cat second Cat I see, Cat, I, I see uh, Sally, I'm thinking, like, of Corpse Bride and yeah, how much yeah. more I feel like that's more accomplished and more visually interesting. And I would agree. I know everybody loves this movie for the for the music and whatnot and the aesthetic. And, I get and it. And the nostalgia of it, obviously. Yeah. There's a lot of kids. This is like their hocus pocus, you know. Yeah, which is another movie get. I hate. <laughs> I, <know>. <laughs> <laughs> I don't hate this. Don't give me. I don't no, hate this. I don't hate this either. I thought the songs would be a little bit more uh, like I don't know something I had heard accidentally in culture, like it would, oh, like it had sure. permeated the culture a little bit more. Like and Jack's I was, Lament, you don't remember though? Like I mm, hear that everywhere. No, I don't. I, I, I spend more time in a spirit Halloween than you do. So. <laughs> Looking for ladybugs. I feel like the, what is the this is the, is it the this is Halloween thing? Is that? Yeah, I thought I'd heard that before this. Oh, movie. I'm, sh- oh I'm sure you have. Okay, I'm sure you have. So that that is something that existed before this. Yeah, absolutely, okay. absolutely. 
but it I mean, gets often attributed to this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, you know, and then Danny Elfman, I mean, it's so signature him. And actually I love it because they animate him in there. If you watch the band playing, it's really kind of cool that he shows up. So I, I, I thought I'd like that little, that little bit because I love Oingo Boingo. But. He was going to be Jack Skellington. Was he? Yeah, but his, he, his uh, voice, voice performance was just too, too, too wooden. Too Oingo Boingo. <laughs> it was, no, he just didn't have oh, any just, oh, animation or life to his normal it. voice? <laughs> yeah, his normal voice just doesn't... <laughs> his interview voice? Yeah. It's not as fun. No. It's not as wacky. <laughs> <laughs> we should work on that. But uh, his, he does sing the songs. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Uh, Chris Sarandon did the voice work. And it is a better voice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's the only good thing Chris Sarandon's ever done. Uh, oh! <laughs> God, call it. You, shots fired. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm sorry. Do you have a favorite Chris Sarandon movie that you've been saving up? I don't think we talked enough about Chris Sarandon, if I'm honest. <laughs> Hang on. Let me bring up his IMDb. <laughs> okay. We're gonna, we are going to have this debate, Okay. Then. Well, here's the thing. Because yeah. Princess Bride. All right. Okay. Okay. He does have one good movie. Uh, Dog Day Afternoon. He was in there? Yeah, he fucking was. Hmm. Leon. Doesn't sound familiar. Child's Play. Child's Play's fucking garbage. It's not, it's hilarious. The original Child's Play 2 is a much better movie than Child's Play 1. Yeah, but see, I think Grease 2 is better than Grease 1, but I'll get my ass kicked <laughs> when I say that. Still, anyway. Yeah. I, you know... Princess Bride. That's all you need. I got. I got some. I, I got some uh, anger issues with Chris Sarandon. I I feel like like they're unwarranted. Is, is what, I'm, <laughs> what I'm taking away from this. Why? 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 Why the anger? I just. I don't think he's a very good actor. So. Uh, have you heard his work on The Nightmare Before Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> you mean the movie we're talking about? Yeah, right. <laughs> That one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's, uh, that does sound familiar. Yes. You're welcome. So <laughs> he's, he's like, he's like, if we've got, you know, you ask for Tom Berenger and somebody says, we've got Tom Berenger at home. <laughs> and it's Chris Sarandon. And it's Chris Sarandon. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> You're so fucking brutal, man. I'm sorry, Chris. Everybody's getting attacked in here. <laughs> I'm going to bring out a picture of Chris for next podcast. I'm going to frame it with hearts around it. <laughs> Chris Sarandon is the Fiero of actors. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, you know what? We just lost our sponsorship. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Sean. Uh, I, I, Chris Sarandon wasn't paying much for this show, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you pay us. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> we can do, have a really good time. Do you have favorite songs? Do either of you have a favorite? Jack's Lament is mine. I like that. You probably don't remember him. I don't have. Yeah, You've watched this movie how many times? <laughs> but again, you, okay. I've Fuzzy seen does it a the... few times, but uh, or I've seen it quite a few times. But the thing is, like, it was also while I was watching a child, so I might have been like, I don't know, playing this or, <laughs> or watching the child. You know. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um. What do you think of Ken Page? You know, I don't often think of Ken Page, I'll be honest with you. He's Oogie Boogie. Yeah, I, I hate Oogie Boogie. <laughs> Why? He because out. he's made of bugs? I don't like that. <laughs> I've seen people... He's bugs in a burlap sack. Okay, that's like... It's <laughs> a very strange thing to be, is bugs in a burlap sack. Oh. Just... <laughs> no. I thought about the, the, the guys at the end of season three of Umbrella Academy when they 
finally die and all those roaches come out oh, of the, oh i can't that's, <laughs> that's why i don't like oogie boogie right there it's fucking gross um but but deftly acted you're really. bringing the ken page hate here Jesus. ken page you fucker <laughs> i gotta bring oh there sorry ken i i don't mean that but uh i didn't realize that he uh was he is he broadway oh he was broadway yeah sure <laughs> okay, that's fine. Um, I just hated Oogie Boogie. <laughs> there it is. Um, yeah, the 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 elements here that just there's just not a lot to it. It's a very it's a very thin movie. Uh, yeah, it could have been a shorter film almost. It could have been a television spe- special, yeah. honestly. Like, just make this a TV special. Don't put it out in theaters. And no, and at the time, you know. VHS was still flying off the shelves. Like they could have done, like just a special release, Target. You know, like how they used to always put out like so specific thin. There's like not, that. There's not a lot of story to get into here. No. You know, he, he steals Christmas. He kidnaps Santa. Uh, well, he doesn't. He has his this little three little kids, the trick or treaters. <laughs> the trick or treaters steal Santa. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and feed him to Oogie Boogie for some reason. Why are they? Ha- what? Wait, what is the nature of that relationship? <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> uh, do we need to explore that? <laughs> Let's call your therapist, Fuzzy. Get him on the phone. <laughs> we have questions. Where did the Oogie Boogie touch you? <laughs> Show us on the doll. <laughs> of course, I don't have any of those dolls because I don't work in Hot Topic. Oh, Hot Topic. <laughs> This is a hot topic movie, isn't See, it? See, it is, and I and I I don't want to. Like, Fuzzy and I were talking about that before too. It's like I don't want to offend anybody because I get it. I I I love stuff, and I love people that love shit like this. It's a very specific aesthetic it that is. people enjoy. It is, you know, goth kids. Goth kids. <laughs> I, I can't say anything. My cousin she loves it, so I, is, I can't. Say is your cousin anything. goth? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's cool, cool goth, though. I mean, yes. good, good kid overall. I'm not mocking goth. I, I am. I'm not. Uh, <laughs> I'm not. Uh, I'm not capable of that aesthetic. From goth more, to I'm boss. more of a Ritz cracker <laughs> than a. <laughs> than I could, I, you can't really dress that up for goth. That's true. <laughs> That's. I know cool. who I am. Is the key <laughs> that I it can't mean I'm satisfied, I, and, and the... I'm envious of the of the ability of goths to have. To have a very specific aesthetic because I'm wearing a cable knit sweater right now. That's true. Like, you know. You yeah. You, you look like you're you're gonna watch the big game later. <laughs> With your buddies and have a brewski. <laughs> but I mean it looks oh, nice on you. It's still very nice. It's a nice sweater. We're so desperately trying not to judge. Yeah. <laughs> We're judging. <laughs> We're judgy as fuck over here is what we are. No. Do, do and- people hold on to the goth aesthetic like Past high school, uh, yeah. Is it something yeah. you grew, you grow, you don't grow out of it? Well, okay, I did. You I were mean, a god. Oh my god! Have you not seen the picture of when I showed it to mom's birthday in like full witch garb? <laughs> I, have, I have no memory of that. Oh, I'll show it to you. I'm holding Megan and Christopher. Oh my god! And they're both this... looking at me like I'm fucking insane. And my sister says, "Were you wearing black lipstick?" Yeah, I had it all. <laughs> and Tammy says, "Maybe you could have waited till tomorrow." This was mom's birthday, and I'm like, it's Halloween. Her birthday's tomorrow. <laughs> okay, wait. We're having her birthday That's, on Halloween. If you're, if you're, <laughs> if 
That's not goth. It's no, not I a costume. Was, I was goth outside of that as well. <laughs> People just didn't like it. Look, I, I was you listening to the Cure. That. That's, that's, that's right. That is more dismissive of being goth. <laughs> you just dressed that way at Halloween. I just dressed like that a lot in high school. Okay. And I listened to the appropriate music in high school. These people that think that they just they they just discovered the Cure Kids, come on, <laughs> listen listen to condescension, Mama Amy here. I had them before you, <laughs> and then but I mean again, I I grew out of it. Yeah, because eventually, like you know, I I had to get into the Dana Scully Ooh. outfits, you know, because I was you know working in a music store and I wanted to look like Dana Scully. So I guess my obsession moved more to. And say I grew Xbox. I grew into the Cure. I became. A fan of the cure, which is something that doesn't often happen to people. It's because you are related to me, uh, and I <laughs> gave you lots of music. So. <laughs> Once again, it, it might you're have also welcome. it might have been also a pretty lady. I'm just gonna say. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> not Thank you. Not you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I meant to say fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> it might have been a pretty lady. <laughs> Definitely wasn't my sister though. <laughs> You don't, anyway. you don't have any aesthetic as far as I'm concerned. I... <laughs> You're my sister. I know, but <laughs> I feel like like I feel like aesthetics were like created after me. <laughs> have you seen Fuzzy? <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. <laughs> Catching shrapnel. <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> um, so now we shall turn to roasting you yes. for about the next 10 minutes. <laughs> oh, um, no. <laughs> I, we, we, <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. Will you not? Will you not? Um, it's, it's, sarcasm makes you tougher. <laughs> welcome to the Gen X lifestyle. <laughs> Hide, stuff your pain down. <laughs> Don't Once you've been insulted, know. you know, a number of times, you've developed the armor to, of not having any emotions anymore. Hence why Chandler was so effective on Friends, you guys. Right fucking there. Right there. Oh, man. that's That should be somebody's aesthetic. Goth Chandler. Goth Chandler. Goth Chandler. You know, oh he, did, he did dress like Flock of Seagulls. He had that haircut <laughs> at one point. He tried every trend, he and Ross, didn't they? Could I oh, be yeah. any more goth? <laughs> I watched a thing with him last night where he just says, you know, he goes, I hope that people remember friends like second yeah. to the good things that I've done. And it's like, it's so hard. <laughs> like, you know, because he has, he's done amazing things, but yeah, it's still, mm -hmm. I don't know. But anyway, anyway. Uh, What's this movie called? Uh, <laughs> the Nightmare Before Christmas. About Christmas. There yeah. it is. It, it's fine. It had a I, sequel? I don't have a, it did? Oh, it, no, sorry. It's oh. video, 2004 video game, The Nightmare Before Christmas, Oogie's Revenge. Yeah. Um, so I, Oogie got his burlap sack back? <laughs> uh, I just worked Spoiler at, alert. at GameSpot. I didn't. Uh, GameStop, whatever the at fuck GameSpot. it was. GameSpot. <laughs> Look, I was just a manager there for like six months. <laughs> and then I said, fuck off. You guys suck. And now then you it's got close. then so. then you got none of the stock. None of the stock. None so. of the stock. That's true. GameStop's still around. Oh, uh, well, ours is closed. <laughs> it's fine. I don't know. Um, 
So I guess overall, this movie, we're just basically saying it's meh. I, I kind of, I mean, again, I don't want to offend anybody who likes this. Um, but, um, I feel like that's what we do best I, on this show. <laughs> I feel like we're doing a disservice. Uh, it's not, a, you know what, this movie is, it's not, it's not bad. Mm-hmm. It's not awesome. It just is what it is. Yeah. And it's cute. It's a cute yeah. little movie. A Halloween movie and a Christmas movie all in one. Yep. I'm not going to get it out for either one. Because I'm fucking lazy. I'm never going to watch it again. <laughs> I'm just not. I almost never watched it. I have no interest in ever seeing this movie again. Somebody honestly. is going to get on our YouTube channel and they're going to go, Where's the movie? <laughs> our most common comment. <laughs> These people talked the whole time and never showed the movie. <laughs> what part of podcast aren't you catching here? It's literally in the title, podcast. Podcast. <laughs> uh, shut up and, and put on the movie. Why are you putting? Why aren't you playing the movie? I came here to watch Nightmare Before Christmas. And Basic Instinct. We we really need to be updating that. Like I need to be going on there. And doing videos talking directly to them. <laughs> hey guys, just remember, this isn't the movie. It's just a review by three snarky assholes. Yeah, who hate everything. Who hate everything. That's that's my influence on everybody. <laughs> <laughs> that'll be that'll be your legend. That is my legend. I hate everything. <laughs> I hate all movies. Uh... <laughs> wow. You finally said it. <laughs> Because I like the other movie we watched this week, so I, there. Okay, and I, I I enjoyed it as well. Not as much as ones in the past, but I did, I mean, some of the gags in it were pretty damn fucking great. We're talking about the 1993 film Fatal Instinct, a completely forgotten movie. So forgotten. I mean, nobody remembers Fatal Instinct. And Everybody, the, You remember Hot Shots Part 2. Yeah, you uh, remember uh, Loaded Weapon. Loaded Weapon, and, and which is lesser than, you know, Hot, 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 hot Shots, shots right. for sure. and. Uh, obviously, uh, Men in Tights. Yeah. Uh, everybody remembers Men in Tights. Nice. Men in Tights is still. We really have watched some great fucking movies. <laughs> like when I said Fatal Instinct to somebody, they're like, "What the fuck is Fatal Instinct?" Uh, even you, okay, you and I, for you and I to not remember it, and we have like minds like sponges back from that that era. So for us to not remember it, that blew my mind. And for it to be directed by Carl Reiner. Carl fucking Reiner. Legend of comedy, oh Carl Reiner. Oh my god. Who has one of the only urinal scenes I'll ever watch again. Urinal? <laughs> yeah. There's a scene where he's standing, he's the, he makes his director cameo in a urinal. You missed that? Or you just don't know who Carl Reiner is? <laughs> I pointed it out. He's standing at the urinal and Sean Young walks oh, in. Yes, there it I is. remember that. It is. MJ did watch the movie. If you watch if you watch close enough though, too, you can actually see when Armand DeSante is walking out and he's talking to his partner and Carl Reiner's a judge. And they've got him like <laughs> the, the, the cops have him up against the wall, like frisking him. <laughs> and no one knows what's going on. <laughs> but yeah, this movie, I mean, again, it's it's one of those it this this era, this year is really popping off with these types of films and we loved them we lapped them up and yet this is one that i just can't believe we didn't recall 
uh, Fatal Instinct, of course, taking off on the title of Fatal Attraction and Basic Instinct and mm-hmm. lampooning all the uh, all the most popular you know thrillers of the time. Uh, and you've got uh, Armand Desante, who is not a big star and didn't really make much of um, didn't really make much of an impact. Really, he was just a Mambo King. That's as yeah, much as we that was a, yeah. that's what he gets remembered for. People and that and being confused for Raul Julia. Oh, how could you confuse the two? They don't look anything alike. Not at all. But no. I think racism. Oh, well, <laughs> it was white America in the 90s. You're right. You're right. No, that's, that's fucking a, true, too. I'm sorry. It's it's awful, but it's true. It's sad. Because just it's white true. people just just kind of looking at the at the brown person and going, which one are you? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh, I, yeah. Me. Oh, God. That's why that's why in like a movie like this, we have. His partner, who happens to be a black man, it's like, but again, that was early 90s. <laughs> Only one black man or black woman per film. And if it's a woman, it better be sassy. And all he does is play, all he does is eat nachos. Just, which I think he's is fucking brilliant. He's just nachos. every scene he's eating nachos. I do fucking love that about that, though. So the legendary uh, John Witherspoon. Yes. Uh, great comedian. Oh. Very funny guy. Really carries it off, and it like just every time with the nachos, every every time. <laughs> oh my god, the nachos were great. No, the one the one of the things that that we were so hoping for when we saw the opening credits was that we saw Clarence Clemens. Clarence Clemens, his name pops up in the in the uh, in the credits, and you're going, "Is Clarence Clemens from the E Street Band? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. What is he doing here? <laughs> and they do this fantastic bit. So like, this is like lampooning like noir movies of the. All the way back to the 30s yeah. and then to today, uh, and I were like, "Is Clarence Clemens going to like follow Sean Young around playing the sax?" And he fucking does. And he does. We were so we excited. The joke, but we it was did. still funny. It was so. It's still a great joke. It was we were all like, oh "We really God. want this. We like, want this, this to, happen. to happen." Because exactly. she's like, Ben Fatales in movies always have saxophones right. behind them. That's <laughs> right. And here we are with her having like a literal saxophone player following her around wherever she goes. At one point, he had to go on tour, so Doc Severinsen <laughs> picked it up for him. <laughs> I fucking love that shit. And Doc Severinsen, so he played on the in the band uh, on Johnny Carson, yeah. and then into was it? Did he play? Was he like, with? Uh, no, he retired with with Johnny. I thought. God, here's hoping no one wanted to play with Leno. <laughs> oh yeah, Leno had Bram for Mars. Oh, uh, he did. Yeah. Anyway. Leno sucks. Uh, <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> is he on the list? <laughs> you know what? I'm sure he is. I, I get up, but I have a dog in my lap. Uh, anyway. Uh, it's not over here. I, I it's, it's in this, this drawer right here. Yeah. Right there. Pack. Thank you. Let's see if Leno's on there. Leno. 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 Uh, J.K. Rowling, Ellen, Chet Hanks, Polly Shore, <laughs> Kimmy Gibbler, <laughs> Dave Chappelle. Mike Myers, Rob Schneider, Bill Maher, the term daddy, Chevy Chase, <laughs> John Weitzel, oh, worst director. Yeah. Harvey yeah. Weinstein, the word zaddy, Amy, because I'm a shit arsehole. Um, <laughs> uh, see, I told you I was on it. Uh, Dustin Hoffman, Jared Leto, Elon Musk, Chevy Chase again, Marlon Brando, both Georges. Oh, George Bushes. <laughs> J.K. Rowling again. Uh, Victoria Jackson, Jeremy Piven, and me again on there. Oh, nice. um, so yeah, we need to add. <laughs> Shit, for no Jay reason. Leno. Just let's just to throw Jay Leno on on the list. Well, why the fuck not? Yeah, fuck Jay Leno. Because <laughs> fuck Jay Leno. That's all. <laughs> yeah, we're just on... a, just for Conan. That's what this. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna catch up with that over a decade later. 
we, we like to stay with our finger firmly on the pulse of the public. So... <laughs> Pop culture from ten years ago that he, that MJ's too actually too young to remember. Still too young to remember. <laughs> we like to do that, but you know, Fuzzy Fuzzy loves Friends, yes, so gets a lot of those jokes when we. That's good. Yeah, yeah. That's good. So Fuzzy, did you like this movie? I did. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Do you have a favorite part? Uh, um, I don't know. I really, I just like the whole thing. <laughs> So Armando Sante is a is a lawyer and a cop. Oh, <laughs> he's yes. a cop and lawyer. <laughs> At he, night he's he a cop, and during the day he's, <laughs> he's a lawyer. A lawyer. <laughs> so he he'll arrest a guy and then defend him in court the next day. <laughs> he arrested his wife and he defended her the next day <laughs> for saving him, saving him oh, from a shooter. Yeah, because she was actually trying to kill him. Yeah, right. But he, he has such a kind heart <laughs> that he doesn't believe that anybody would want to hurt him. For instance, he has a guy that he put in jail by the name Max Shady in this movie. Which is a takeoff of Max Shady from Cape Fear. Exactly, which is fucking hilarious because the tattoos on the back <laughs> the of this tattoos. guy's back. Oh, what is it? Don't, don't have a cow Don't man. have a cow man. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking brilliant! He's I forget what the other on one. His, the other on his t- on his fist, he's got left and R I T E right. So good, so fucking good. Well, anyway, so our you know Armand's character does not believe that this guy really wants to kill him yet. He kept sending him faxes saying what he was going to do to him, how he was going to kill him. Take off your genitals and put them in a blender, and he actually oh, yes. carried a blender around with him. <laughs> It's even funnier when I think back to it now. It's like, God, I need to watch that again. Son of a bitch. This is a movie that is so rewatchable because you're going to get like three or four more jokes the next time you watch it. (laughs) There was one thing that we all can agree, though, that did not age well. We've got to bring it up because it it, it irritated us. The Sherilyn Fenn subplot, I guess it was. Yeah. Uh, Sherilyn Fenn is, this was a trope. That did happen sort of in these kinds of movies That's where true. she's like the innocent virginal secretary and she's escaped a bad relationship from a, a guy who was very upset that the towels weren't straight all the time. It was just the towels, too. Like, was, that, <laughs> I do have to say that is fucking when funny. Like, when he that came was, back to like kill her at the end. Then he comes back at, when he comes back at the end, he brings the towels <laughs> with him because <laughs> he wants her to straighten them. Which, again... That gag itself, very funny, but just... The dedication to it, but the idea that, that they put her in sort of a... They dress her up as a, as an abused woman. They put yeah. her like a... She's got a black eye. Black eye, and yeah. like... Yeah, and they're making jokes, and it just... That's... Domestic violence, it's it's not... It's never, uh, yeah. It's, and it, it is very uncomfortable. Yeah. That, and it doesn't land. It, it made us cringe, all of yeah. us. But, I mean... Outside of that, but everything I else, she was though. adorable in this movie. Actually, when she when we didn't have that bit, I yeah. I, I did enjoy when she's pine, she's constantly pining for her boss and uh, <laughs> his closet full of blue suits, and, and she's always picking that. Use the, use the blue suit. Use the you should wear the blue suit. <laughs> the blue suit that the blue suits that continuously get destroyed oh. throughout the movie. Every one Hit of his suits. But he has, so he has sex with Sean Young, cheating on his wife, uh, Kate Nelligan. He's, he's sleeping with Sean Young, who's the Sharon Stone of this movie. Right. 
uh, from Fatal, Fatal Basic Instinct, yeah. not Fatal Attraction. Uh-huh. Although she does, she's both Glenn she's, Close and yeah, Sharon Stone. Absolutely, and, uh, yes. But she like rips his pants off, but the belt stays on. <laughs> like a part of his pants stay on. <laughs> Just the duct taping of the pants back yes. together. They had not seen a body of evidence by this point because, I mean, when they were making this movie, their body of evidence hadn't come out yet. That's right. But it it is such a perfect parody of Madonna and Willem really Dafoe. <laughs> yeah, if they would have so shown perfect. an abnormally long penis, that would have like, been hilarious. <laughs> because the sex scene that they do uh, have is her laying on the bed on her stomach. And him just jumping, jumping on the on bed. It. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a good joke. Oh, it is. And I, then, and oh. but the real, like the the body of evidence, like joke that they actually do that is not. Again, they'd not seen it. It had right. come. Had, this was being made when that movie came out. Right. They he pulls out like a a car buffer and buffs her ass <laughs> with carnauba wax. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell, that was funny as shit. And then they were Which, having sex in the refrigerator. <laughs> Nine and a half weeks. Yeah, in the refrigerator. <laughs> pop out and all these, all these vegetables pop out with them. God damn it, that was so good. Yeah. Uh, the, the way that they contorted themselves in there, too, was pretty fantastic. Didn't they? Do I? Am I remembering this one? Didn't they have like a carrot or something in their mouth? Like they were both eating something at the same time. Fuck, that's funny as shit. It's so good, right? These are so such good. great jokes. Oh my god! Uh, but like, was it was there not a thing in a rap song like back in the nineties where somebody was talking about waxing that ass? Yeah, I think this. Yeah. is this a reference? I, it, it, <laughs> I, it might be. If it's not, it should be. I'm commissioning all rappers to make sure that they wax that ass <laughs> from now on. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. <laughs> Rap lyrics at the time had to go to a different direction <laughs> so they could stop us from using them. That's so true. <laughs> Fucking hell. We were like forcing rappers to speak in code so white people wouldn't try and re- repeat their words. <laughs> oh shit! I forgot. To, I forgot to bring this up. Fucking Bob Euchre. Oh my god! In the court courtroom scene. His wife is, of course, has killed Max Shady. She's going into court, and they decided they have Bob Euchre, the legendary baseball announcer, real life baseball announcer. Uh, they have him in the back of the courtroom in a in a booth above the court, calling the action, calling all the plays. They flip a coin to see whether the prosecution or the defense will go first. That's so. It's so good. It's All of so this is good. so very, very funny. It is. It really, really fucking The execution is. of every gag is just, it's perfect. And the thing is, I think what holds it back is that I don't think anybody really knew Armand Asante, and especially they didn't know him as a comedic actor. Right. It's, I think you're exactly right on that. I think uh, nothing against him. He, he kills it. Yeah. He kills this material. He absolutely does. But he's not, he's such a, a like a dramatic presence, I guess. He was in thrillers, and he did a couple of musicals. He was not a guy you thought of when you thought of broad comedy. No, no. Nor I mean, was Sean Young, which is at the time Sean Young is toxic. She's, at this point in she's her career. fucking going through it. She is. Oh my god. She has failed to get Batman too. Uh, Do you remember when she went on Joan Rivers' show, dressed, dressed as, Cat as Catwoman, Catwoman, 
the things that like the things that she'd done at this point in her career to try and get people uh, people's attention made people think she was insane. It was kind of like when Mariah Carey made glitter, and then like she makes kind of this movie where she's playing this character who's fucking nuts. <laughs> it kind of I imagine this kind of overwhelmed her reputation, kind of overwhelmed uh, the movie. Well, considering that, let's see, it, it what it it grows three million in the opening weekend. Yeah. Um, and only 17% approval on Rotten Tomatoes. Generally negative reviews. What movie were they watching? I don't fucking know. What movie were you people watching? This movie's brilliant. I would love to see them <laughs> go back and watch this. Because, it, yeah, I mean, it, was it. it says uh, Janet Maslin from the New York Times, Will Hooty Who. She says, uh, very much too wildly in terms of timing and wit, all that hold this comedy together are a playful outlook and a conviction that detective stories are intrinsically funny. Especially the detective is much of a blockhead as Ned Ravine. But Ned is too convincingly <laughs> dense, but he does make a useful fall guy. Convincingly Charlie dense. Sheen in Hot Shots! I mean, come on! Lloyd Bridges in Hot Shots! Give me a fucking break here! Those are genius performances! What is going on? Did she watch Hot Shots? Had she seen a parody movie? I know! Well, it's, it, you know. Come on. What the fuck? New York Times, you know, it wasn't. I, it wasn't I love Janet Maslin. Film. I do. She's like, she's she doesn't so... have a sense of humor, Janet Maslin. <laughs> she's so badly mistreated. Actually, she just came up recently. Did she? Uh, on something. Uh, it was, uh, you must remember this, was referring to her, uh, related to her review of Eyes Wide Shut. Uh, this is our annual digression that we do every week on the show. We always do this. <laughs> yeah. That's what makes the podcast the podcast. So, Karina Longworth. Th- Sex in the 90s is her recent topic mm-hmm. on You Must Remember This. It's fucking brilliant. Everybody right. listen to that. Uh, she plays a clip. Janet Maslin was one of the few critics who liked Eyes Wide Shut. Mm-hmm. And she goes on Charlie Rose. And Charlie Rose openly mocks her. Like, Sorry? Just mocks her for liking Eyes Wide Shut. Uh, she's at this point been pushed out of the New York Times by, by male critics. <laughs> and her opinion is dismissed basically because she's a woman. <gasps> oh, Charlie Rose goes on the cunt list. Oh, absolutely. Holy shit. The clip is jarring to listen to. You're hearing, you're hearing like the most sexist thing you've ever heard while you're just, this like veil, it's veiled, you know, because you can't, because he's not, I don't know, he's a horrible human being to begin with, well, Charlie Rose. You know, he's been... Yeah, he should have been on the list long time ago. He was he's been accused in his time of like walking around his female assistants without pants on specifically. Oh, he's like dad. I mean, not like <laughs> not in that way. Dad wasn't trying to intimidate people. That's true. Or make them look at his dick. And he only yeah. Charlie Rose wanted p- women who worked for him to look at his dick. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for to laugh? I don't know. It's, it's just I I don't know. But uh, Charlie wow. Rose, nobody wants to look at your dick, man. <laughs> just, there you go. I'm, I'm gonna break it to you, but no one wants to see it. Oh, no one wants to see it. Not even me, and I like to look at dicks. <laughs> sorry, Charlie. Uh, don't sorry him. <laughs> he deserves no. He can go, he can go, he, fuck, he himself. go fuck himself. Absolutely, <laughs> fuck this guy. The clip, though, it's, yeah, it's it's it. She has it. She plays it in the show, and it's just such blatant sexism. Like it, he's just. He wants her to change her mind. He wants her to just admit you're a woman. You're you're not qualified to be doing this job uh, because you know clearly you liked this movie. Wow, a Stanley Kubrick movie. Wow, are you out of your fucking mind? 
because he just didn't like it. So she that, everybody like made it, up their mind that they hated Eyes Wide Shut before it came out, just because people hate Tom Cruise. People wanted to make, and it wasn't sexy enough. That's the fucked up thing. <laughs> okay, I this don't is, get that. This is where it gets really fucked up, right? So before Eyes Wide Shut comes out, that the whole thing is about sex, sex, sex. We're gonna watch. It's like to watch Pam and Tommy have sex yeah. in Eyes Wide Shut. Like yeah. this is the Tom Cruise Nicole Kidman sex There's tape. So much sex in that. That's movie. not what the movie is. Mm-mm. They don't have sex in the movie. No, but there's they sex have, going on around. There's them. sex. Yeah, there's sex in the movie. Mm-hmm. Every like there's an orgy scene in the movie. Told you. But like the they don't have sex. It's about a conversation between a husband and wife that is so uncomfortably intimate. Yes. That it drives one of them to nearly go insane. Yeah. Like, he nearly gets himself killed. Uh, it's a, also a dream, for the most part. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not blatant about it, but, like, there's a lot of dreamlike imagery in the movie. It's fucking brilliant. I thought it was... Uh, Everybody as much as I don't it. like Tom Cruise, I thought it was a very beautiful-looking movie. It's gorgeous, and the score is unsettling. Yeah, agreed. And I, I really... I feel for Nicole in that movie, because it's just... you. I mean, she's got... There's so much... To me, that's one of the most powerful roles she's ever. Oh, she's amazing today. in it. Yeah, she's amazing in yeah. it. She's so harsh. Yeah, she's so tough and she's so vulnerable and open mm-hmm. and challenging him. Yep. And he's he he's got that you know that Tom Cruise bane going <laughs> the whole time. Like it looks like where he's getting so intense and worked up and he doesn't know what to do. Right. And that little bane looks like it's gonna pop oh. from, from all the. And I love Tom Cruise in that moment. I love Tom Cruise. It's like seeing all of male masculinity put on trial. Yeah. It's like all of the dude bros are being put on an emotional trial when you're watching Tom Cruise be humiliated. I think that's what people don't like about it. Yeah. Because he's not being super masculine. Right. And everybody's like, no, no, no. You have to be super masculine. (laughs) Like a man can't be vulnerable in this moment. He And when he's trying to be, when he's trying to maintain this air of masculinity and I'm the man in this relationship, he looks like a fool. Yeah. And Cruz goes there and lets himself be the fool. Yeah. That, it is such a complicated performance. Right, well, I get it. But and Janet me, Maslin saw that, and everybody mocked her for it. I can't, wow, sorry. Okay, Janet, I will never put you on the playlist. <laughs> that said. But I think you're wrong about this She's movie. wrong about Fatalist. You're wrong about Fatalist. <laughs> you're wrong about Fatalist. <laughs> I, uh, it's just... <laughs> Fatal Instinct is hilarious. It is. From beginning to end. It really is. From it's, the Clarence Clemens joke all the way to the final moment. Like, it's, it's like, I'm not, like, likening it to all of the ones, the other parody movies that we've watched. Is that what we call it? Would parody, yeah. Parody film? Yeah. Um, I think this one is, it, the beats are a little slower. I think they're, like, they, there's some jokes that maybe didn't land the way that in the other films they have. Um, but, Overall, like it, it was, it was such a tight movie. Everybody, you know, I mean, you could tell everybody's having a great time. There's a joke in every moment. Every like, moment, like there's a joke you can grab onto mm-hmm. in every scene of this movie. Sometimes I would, our, I know with Fuzzy too. Some of our favorite things is to see what's happening in the background. And yes, there was this one fucking scene where they're in this garage and these policemen are like slipping and sliding. <laughs> yes, they're just like. Were they slipping Whoa. on the blood? Yeah, it's just blood. <laughs> and they, like, they all fucking keep doing it, and yet here comes our two detectives. They just walk like, right through yeah, without a problem. Until a the problem. end when Armand Desante pays off the joke by... And he fucking falls. <laughs> Witherspoon doesn't, though. He's still got his nachos. Yeah. He doesn't fall at all. He's just fine. He's so, all good. Oh, my God. That was, and just like the but way... They, he, <laughs> so Chris Sarandon... Or not Chris Sarandon. <laughs> uh, Chris... Uh, what's his name? Uh, the actor in this... 
um, McDonald. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, he's he's been he's been killed by Kate Nelligan, mm-hmm. uh, uh, and Sean Young knows it, but Armand Asante does, and he's they dismiss this whole murder as a suicide. <laughs> but but, but the he's, way he's dead. He's, he's dead. Asante's <laughs> like, I I don't know if I buy the suicide thing, and he's pinned to the wall <laughs> by a screwdriver <laughs> through his back. <laughs> With his arms up. Uh, how would you pull that off? <laughs> like you know, like you just ask your friend. Hey, they I, did I the chalk outline around, around him on the, the wall. On the wall. <laughs> Fucking excellent. Oh god, so good. What movie were these people watching? I don't understand. Not the same one we were watching. This movie's fucking brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Little Tony Randall cameo in there. Tony Randall, Judge that was Skanky. great. Oh, I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> You're uh, can I may I please address the witnesses Angel Tits? <laughs> you'll you'll address Angel Tits as Ms. Ravine. <laughs> <laughs> Your Honor, but we're not here to list off the facts. No allow it. <laughs> God damn it. Again, it's a joke a minute. It is. Reiner's a fucking genius. Yes. Yes. I think he he did he he didn't direct a lot of movies. He directed a lot of television. Right. I mean, so like, I, I know him and from of Dick course, Van Dyke, like, obviously. Everybody kind of forgets that, you know, like, when you're looking at parody movies, obviously you think of Mel Brooks. Yeah. Mel Brooks is right at the top of but the that's line. But that's one that's of his, his best friends. His so, best I mean, that's, friend. like, makes sense. Uh, so everybody, but everybody thinks of, you know, Mel, and they don't think of Carl as a as a movie director. And uh, <laughs> I think maybe just there's a lot of perception issues with this movie, man. Right. It's such a it's a it's a shame too because he directed the jerk. He directed the man with two brains. Right, like he did do it. He did do plenty of movie directing. Well, I mean, like, but I mean, as far as the the good movies, you know, the jerk is definitely probably <laughs> way this, up there. Would this not now? Would every, if Steve Martin had played the role Armand Asante plays in this uh, movie, we would be talking about this as one of the greatest films ever made. It'd be a classic. It would be a comedy classic uh-huh. that everyone talks about. That's right. But because of people's perception of Armand Asante as not being a comedic actor, that they they go they just dismiss this movie. Right, right. And he was, you know, Steve Martin was too busy making movies with Goldie <laughs> Hawn and shit like that. Like everybody was at that point. So why would anybody want to be in a movie with Goldie Hawn? Oh my God, that's rude. <laughs> I, do, I don't like any. I don't like any Goldie Hawn movies. Mom. Mom is smiting you <laughs> from heaven right now. First Wives Club is her favorite oh, movie. Oh, I hate First Wives Club so much. Oh my god. What's wrong with you? Death Becomes Her is okay. The joke wears thin, I think, pretty quickly in that one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, overboard. Private Benjamin. Fucking Overboard, I man. hate Overboard. Are you kidding? I loathe over the Overboard. Oh. Good God. Oh, I love it. That premise is fucked up. It it's really a is. fucked up premise. It really is. <laughs> it's like, it's what? just, it's just wrong. <laughs> that oh my god! Wait or <laughs> no? Podcast. <laughs> 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 it was like a fuzzy got like a slideshow. Hey, look at this. <laughs> <laughs> here, here, let me play you this TikTok. Are you, are you doing anything right now? <laughs> Put on a movie. Amy, <laughs> now that's a podcast we have to explore. <laughs> Where we just ignore the people we're talking to, <laughs> so we can watch TV and they can't see us. It's great. That, see, 
Yeah, because it wouldn't make any sense to them, and they'd be like, wait, what, what is happening? <laughs> God damn it. it, uh, it yeah. is, uh, it's just unfortunate. Right? People are missing out. I agree. You're missing out if you don't if you don't watch this movie and you don't love this movie. Fatal Instinct. Just remember, because I mean, even the name might kind of screw you up because there is a 2014 film, right, called Fatal Instinct that has the wrong poster on it. Has <laughs> it has our movie poster on it? Oh, um, uh, Ebert hated it too. Jesus Christ, uh, Ebert! Come on, <laughs> make me put you on the cut he, list. He gave it a star and a half. I love Roger. I just I just read I just. Uh, Read Matt Singer's book, Opposable Thumbs, yeah, which is all about the history of Siskel and Ebert. Oh, that'd be a good one. To it's read. so good. I'd it's like such a great. That. I cried. Oh, I yeah. bet you did. You like when you're idols. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. Well, and he writes about Siskel's death, and oh. it's like he points out that there's like in the final episode of uh, you can actually tell how yeah. bad things are getting for Gene. Oh, geez. and it's so sad. I, I went and watched, and I'm like, yeah, he's not. He's not quite Gene oh, in that moment. Yeah. Jeez. So brilliant. So brilliant. I bet he loved this movie. <laughs> Just to piss Ebert off. <laughs> he would say, this movie should have gotten an Oscar. I don't, I don't know what's wrong with you, Roger. I just don't get the hatred of this movie doesn't make any sense. I think that with, we have the luxury of time yeah. passing and to actually look at it and go, okay, God, this year was Really good for comedy. Hey, really people was. hated Loaded Weapon too. Yeah, they did. They, there was a lot of hate for that movie. And that movie is hysterical. It's fucking that great. Make any sense. People hate it. <laughs> I know. That's it. We're this is the podcast that champions Fatal Instinct. Yes, this is the one. Yep. This is our our flag bearing. When we when we fix the Oscars at the end of the year, yeah, uh, we're gonna do Fatal Instinct. We're, I we're think, gonna throw that in there. I think Fatal Instinct for Best Picture. I just got a text from Pontiac. <laughs> they might be pulling their sponsorship. <laughs> But you know what? <laughs> That's fine. That's <laughs> fine. We'll, we'll find another car that no longer <laughs> is sold in America. <laughs> Could it be any more of a car? Come on. Fiero loves that. They love that too much. They, they love it. Give that You're up. right. You're right. <laughs> We're always going to have Fiero in our back pocket, aren't we? God bless oh. us. So what do we got coming next week? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Why do we keep making jokes? Why do we keep repeating jokes from that movie? <laughs> Everybody <laughs> loves a podcast like that, I'm sure. Especially when they haven't seen the film. And nobody has seen Fatal Instinct. Nobody saw this movie. It was so bad box office wise <laughs> that uh, that it actually didn't like it didn't come out in theaters in the UK. Like it did so poorly, they didn't even bother putting it out Aww. in the UK. They just sent it straight to video. Well, fuck you guys. Why were people hating on Carl Reiner of all people? Of all people, of, yeah. <laughs> he's beloved. He he's a a genius. Yeah. What? And you would think at that point in his career, he's he's you know he's an older man. You'd think he'd be out of touch. He's making a lot of older jokes, but his joke references are still very strong. Oh, they're absolutely. still very good. He's talking about basic instinct and fa- mm-hmm. fatal attraction. The skunk in place of the, rat. the fucking skunk. Ned Junior. <laughs> Ned Junior. Oh, I love yes. it. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> fucking great. So great. When you think that she's cooked, uh, <laughs> Ned Junior. <laughs> She ends up just making it's just pasta. It's, it's, just, just, it's pasta. just pasta. It's just pasta. <laughs> <laughs> she took it to an amusement park and <laughs> terrified skunk. That's that's hilarious. But so somehow good. he hilarious. still wasn't dead. He was fine. <laughs> he was fine. He was hiding in a fucking drawer the entire time. <laughs> God bless him. Jesus. Ned Jr. is such a it's such a little and here's a funny, funny circle back to Ebert, uh Siskel and Ebert. 
they had for a time <laughs> a segment on the show called the stinker of the week in which they had an actual skunk that had been de-skunkified <laughs> come out and like be their mascot for the skunk of the week <laughs> or the stinker of the week. That's Fucking awesome. brilliant. That's Fucking awesome. brilliant. Goddamn. Oh man. Ah, uh, shit. Yeah. But, oh, it isn't. That's not good. <laughs> well, um, I I think one of these I think you like that you'll probably demand that we watch. Okay. The other ones. Look who's talking now. Uh, okay, no. <laughs> right away. Immediately. No. RoboCop 3. That's not the one you think I want to watch, right? No. Okay. No. Flesh and Bone. No. No. With uh, the debuting Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, God, no. No. I have that on VHS. The though. debuting Gwyneth Paltrow boobs. Boobs! <laughs> oh, Gwyneth. Uh, the one I think, I, and I could be wrong about this, Fearless? <gasps> the DVD's in that bucket right over there. Oh my god. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, I haven't seen it in like maybe a decade and a half, but it's so good. We're watching Fearless next week. Why? You love Jeff Bridges. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> and we don't, we don't have to worry about renting it because I got it right in the, the DVD. You don't own a DVD player. I, it's, it's, I just watched one the other night. I hooked it up. <laughs> Swear to God. God. I have all of Jeff Bridges' movies. Thank you. You celebrate his entire catalog? I celebrate his entire catalog. Yes, I do. <laughs> Except for I don't. Re- I make that reference. I don't remember where that reference Office is. Office Space. <laughs> okay. Michael Bolton. I totally I forgot. his entire catalog. <laughs> I forgot where the reference came from. That's the thing is like when you're Gen X, you build your entire personality off of referring to other things that you you do it so often you forget what you're referring to. I did that with Office Space the other day where actually I thought about the O face. Like, where's the O face? Oh, 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 it's Office Space. That's what it is. Yeah. Or or the or you're playing that game in your head. Simpsons are not the Simpsons. Right. That's true. Because <laughs> like everything was a reference to The Simpsons. God, there was a so... period of time uh, from from senior year of high school through through the through college and into my early twenties where that basically I'm not proud of the other part, but The Simpsons all the time, like we would talk in Simpsons quotes. Right. From, <laughs> so from like ninety from like ninety four to two thousand, it was just nonstop trading Simpsons quotes or Bill Cosby <laughs> himself. Aww. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't know. I didn't know. We all thought himself was a genius <laughs> piece of work. But sadly, we can't separate the artist from the artist. Not on that, that one. one. No, we can't. Because he'll roofie us. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Cosby on Thoughts the list. Thoughts and prayers, guys. Thoughts and prayers. Ugh. All right. Two all the victims. But my yeah. God, fuck him. Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. Horrible human being. Horrible. I used to, th- I used to pretend he was my dad. I know, so did I, because because he was he he felt like our dad. Well, back he was then. more th- he was there more often. Oh. <laughs> now dad's smiting you. <laughs> dad, I'm sorry. Stop it! I'm sorry, dad. How capable is he? Of I was looking at the ground. <laughs> Damn it! You can't do visual jokes on a podcast. You can't, well, I mean, we tried. We've tried before <laughs> and failed. So yeah, yeah fearless. fearless. Get ready for it. It's me fucking off. Awesome. What's the premise? Well, Jeff Bridges uh, 
Is it? Wait, wait. Let me get. He survives a plane crash. Yes. And like thinks he's like gotta live his life again or something. Well, it, it's more complicated than that. Oh wow. Yeah, and not only that, but you have the amazing Rosie Perez in this movie. She's just she also is on this this flight as well. Um, John Turturro. I mean, it just it's the cast is phenomenal. So I really think you're gonna like it. The poster is him just standing on the edge of a building, right? Yeah, that's a pretty terrifying moment too. So yeah, but you know when you survive a plane crash, kind of think you're invincible. But... So wait, is it unbreakable? Does he turn into a comic book? Hero? Definitely not. <laughs> Definitely not. Samuel L. Jackson is there, and Mr. Glass. <laughs> he's like trying to say, "Oh, are, are, you're a hero. You're a superhero." No, <laughs> I promise you, it's not that. M. Night Shyamalan comes out at the end, so you see. <laughs> the point I'm making here about comic books. It's he dark, man. <laughs> so you see. Oh. oh, God. No, 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 no. No, we do not bring up Darman in this house. <laughs> we just did. We just did. Oh. Not allowed. No. Man. Well, on that note. Yeah. We'll see you back uh, here next well, week. How do you get the video podcast? Oh, that's easy. All you have to do is send a self-addressed stamped envelope to 6969 Pueblo, Colorado, 69696. How's the Patreon? Oh, we're making lots of money. <laughs> Hand over fist. <laughs> and by that, I mean I still can't buy any food until tomorrow. Because <laughs> I'm fucking broke. So yeah, the Patreon. You haven't started it It's I, it did, I did. It's up. <laughs> so you haven't advertised it one time. No, and I haven't logged in in a while. Oh yeah. my God. Oh God, we got like money. Why do we? Why do we? What are you doing? Oh, no. Look, I I I have depression, <laughs> which sometimes makes it so I don't do things. Yeah. The way I'm supposed to do that. Okay, here we are. So yeah. it is. It's see we there is a name change on yeah. on everything, but over on our our uh, Patreon, it's everyone's a critic 1993. And we will be starting to post things there. <laughs> There's a great picture of Diane Ladd. <laughs> forgot about that. Forget, Carnosaur is easy Carnosaur, to forget. Yeah. To forget. So we're going to, and we will post, um, we're going to start doing like some more behind the scenes stuff so you guys can actually see how we have this set up, who we are, uh, who we are, who, uh, who we want to be. Amy's Our building thoughts. a studio. I'm building a little studio. And, uh, my, I'll show you my laundry. I mean, you know, <laughs> all of that stuff is going to be at the Patreon again. That is, that is over. Uh, you can find us with everyone's a critic, nineteen ninety three. Or you can just staple a five dollar bill to Amy's tree. I mean, you could do that. <laughs> but also, the last time I gave out my actual address, too many of you showed up here. So I think we're going to wait. I think we're going to wait. We don't have a big enough lawn. We really don't. We don't. Not with all the things that my father puts on it. That's true. That's true. It's mostly porn, but that's fine. That's fine. Uh, uh, <laughs> we'll see you next week, guys. Love you.